0: Welcome to the additional podcast called Divorce Tips, where I answer some of the most asked questions regarding before, during and after divorce. These are 10 minute golden nugget episodes to give you as much information as possible from a divorce expert. That's me. Let's go. Welcome to another episode of our Divorce Tips where I give you all thing tips on divorce, so that um, you make sure you have the latest and greatest information right at your fingertips. Today, we are going to talk about holiday parent time and explain it specifically. Now, as you know, and I've said before, I'm a divorce attorney in Utah, and also I am licensed in Texas. And therefore, when I talk about holiday parent time, it's going to be more specific to the those states. But what I do know is that it's very, very um, common and pretty consistent that most states follow a very, very, um, generalized or, um, comparable holiday schedule. But unfortunately I can't guarantee that. So if you're listening to this and you're wanting to know specifically about your state, you are going to need to really go to the internet, try to find the actual statute that guides you to holiday parent time. Now in Utah, our holidays are um, spelled out in a code. So specifically 30-3-35 is the Utah code annotated that specifically outlines your holidays. Now to make it even confu- more confusing, if you have holidays as a joint custodian um, where you guys share more than 111 overnights of the children and you have parent time pursuant to 30-3-35.1 or 30-3-35.2, these are parent time schedules that are going to actually have to be blended in with the holiday schedule because they actually make a little bit of a change. And I'll explain that in just a minute. So in Utah, If you are looking at, hey, what is my holiday time specifically for Christmas or what we call winter break, what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to look at your child's um, winter break schedule for their school district. So wherever they live, wherever they're going to school, you need to know exactly the last day that they get out of school and the first day that they come back in the new year. Now, if your kids are homeschooled or they're doing some kind of online school, if it's an online school through an actual district, then you will be following that district's holiday schedule. However, if you are homeschooled, then the court is going to have you go to the schedule that's specifically to the school district that your children live at. So with that, in Utah, if your kids get out of school on the Friday, let me look, if they get out of school on the 17th, okay, That's a Friday. That means they go to school and then they get out of school that day and then they don't go back to school. Most school districts in the state of Utah do not go back to school until January 3rd, which is a Monday. So exactly two weeks later. So the way that you would look at this in Utah is you would split the winter break equally to a point. So what you would do is that you would look and you would count the overnight of the 17th because that is going to be an overnight that starts that parent time. So you would go 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 16 is going to be those days because um, the last overnight would be Saturday overnight into Sunday. And the way that you would work is because it's 16, you would split those equally. And so you would do eight overnights. So for um, that, that means that whoever has the beginning of Christmas break, it would end on the 17th, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. And it would then go into the 25th and you would get trade off your kids the morning of Christmas day. Um, now for that, and then the remainder of the time would be to the, um, the other parent. Now, the reason why this gets a little bit confusing is because if you have a joint physical custodial arrangement and you have Sunday overnights normally on your weekend, then the second becomes an overnight. And the reason why that's interesting is because if you have an odd number of holidays on the winter break, then instead of splitting the days equally, you split the odd day in the middle. So that means that you would pick the kids up on the odd day um, at 1 p.m. So for this specific case, since if you would have the kids until the third, which would make it 17 overnights, then you guys would go the 17th, 18th. 19th, 20th, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. And so you guys would then split the overnight on the 26th at 1 p.m. So I know that that's a little bit confusing, and I know a lot of parents are like, oh, I don't know what this means. But that's how you look for it specifically in Utah. And a lot of attorneys, um, have written blogs or break it down. I know in Utah that we've had commissioners that have broken down the winter holiday um, so that you can really figure this out. The second thing I want as a tip is I want you to make sure you know and have talked to your opposing, um, your ex-spouse about this before you get to the holiday. And the reason why is because if if you guys don't have an agreement and this is something that needs to be fought about or discussed, you need to do it prior to the Christmas break. Because if you don't, you're going to get to that. And then you're going to try to be like, hey, you know, you're going to fight this. And unfortunately, like your attorneys aren't going to be available. The courts aren't going to be available. So you need to deal with this very, very early. The second thing is, is usually you as your, with your ex can figure this out, make sure that you're on point. But if you can't, then like I said, you're going to be able to get that resolved either through mediation, through court, through your attorney if necessary. Um, and winter break is very confusing. It's confusing the way that you Utah does it because we split it equally on the winter break whereas if you you know there are some states that specifically say you get the first half all the way to the 26th and then you get the 26th until they go back to school ah oh, that makes so much more sense and therefore if you are in one of those states yay because it's so much less confusing but for utah because of that Even years, you split at 9 a.m. the next morning or at 7 p.m. that night. And then if you have an odd day, then it's in the middle of the day on that odd day, which would be 1 p.m. It gets just super confusing. So make sure that if you have any questions about your winter break holiday schedule that, again, you're looking at calendars, you're making sure you know your kid's calendar and you're able to then figure out specifically, okay, this is when the exchange happens and therefore it goes very, very smoothly. Your kids know exactly so that they can plan and that they're having that transition that is very easy. And also making sure you know your holiday schedule early so that when you plan trips, You're not caught in this position of, hey, your parent time ends and you're on a plane flying back. You don't want that. And you don't want to be possibly held in contempt because you're accidentally taking time because you just didn't know. The last thing I wanted to say about this is somebody denying you a holiday, you know, your time on a holiday is not technically an emergency. So the courts are not going to just rush out to grant like emergency hearings for you. Um, the other thing is, is there's attorneys are super busy throughout the holidays. And because of the holiday, the courts are closed for certain days. So them being able to even prepare a way to get an emergency order in place is just not going to work. At Coil Law, we send a letter out in early October explaining Exactly what your, um, what the winter break situation looks like and holidays and explain that you need to make sure you talk to your attorney early because unfortunately during Christmas it's just not going to be deemed an emergency that we're going to ha- be able to deal with it. So I hope that helps explain a little bit of your holiday parent time. Again, make sure wherever you're listening that you go and you specifically look for your state, your county so that you are on point and that this holiday season season goes super smoothly. Thanks. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed, please subscribe, follow, and share. I'd love to hear your questions and feedback. You can contact me at at communityatjillcoyle.com. See you next time. I am an attorney, but I am not your attorney. Any advice given on the podcast is general and shall not be construed as legal advice.